Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, you're live. It's Tuesday, 2 August, the year of our Lord, 2022. Who in a million years would have thought this would have been Super Tuesday? It's game day throughout this great country of ours as the forces of MAGA and President Trump go up against the Republican establishment in just a brutal, brutal, brutal civil war. They are unloading an incredible amount of money. They don't have votes. What they have is money, and they have the politics of personal destruction. They're not arguing about policies. They're out to destroy people. Let's go to Missouri and start off with uh, Eric Commander Eric Greitens running in the Republican primary for Senator. Commander Greitens, you got the endorsement yesterday. Tell us how that's playing. You know, the folks in Missouri, the good patriots in Missouri, uh, getting the word out there, sir? Uh, yes, sir, they are. We are honored to have President Trump's endorsement and honored to have right behind that Donald Trump Jr., Kimberly Guilfoyle, you know, folks from the War Room Posse come out, and out and saying, we've got to continue to fight for Eric Greitens every single minute. Steve, we are going to be working all the way through 1900 Central. We're going to make sure that we're pushing folks out to the polls. At the end of the day, this race is very simple. Perhaps the biggest contrast in the country. This is MAGA versus McConnell. I was the first guy in the country to say that when I'm elected to the United States Senate, I'm voting against Mitch McConnell because we need new America First leadership. And so we've got Carl Rove and Mitch McConnell coming in pouring $10 million plus dollars into false ads, fake polls for a rhino. In fact, President Trump just two nights ago came out and said that Eric Schmidt, my opponent, who's a rhino, that his campaign was practicing great dishonesty in politics. And that's what these rhinos do because they can't beat us, Steve, on the issues. The, my rhino opponents refuse to even debate me during this election because they know they're wrong on election integrity. They're wrong on the border. They're wrong on the Ukraine. They're wrong on, on returning to uh, President Trump's America First energy policies, which we need to do. They're wrong on foreign policy. And because they're wrong on all of the issues, what they do is exactly what you said. They push fake polls. They push false ads. But what you're going to see today is at the end of the day, love beats lies. Courage is rooted in love. That is why people stand up and they fight for their country. And Steve, we have the fighters. We have the patriots. And they're going to see that our compassion beats their cruelty. Our faith beats their fear. That we have unleashed a wave of MAGA warriors who are going out and they are fighting for every single vote. And we're going to bring home a great victory tonight, sir. 
Okay, I know you're going throughout the state. I want to know if it, where people, uh, I guess you're going uh, polling district by polling district. Uh, I hope, I, I assume you're doing tons of AM radio. AM radio is still the best to get the word out. Walk us through, how do you, how do you promulgate this today? How do you get the word out that you're the Trump-endorsed candidate? Well, sir, this is my eighth interview of the morning. As soon as I'm finished with you, I'm on a Kansas City radio station. And then I'm going out to vote myself personally. And we've got all of the media coming out for that. Then I'm going to be doing more interviews after that. Meanwhile, Steve, literally every two-minute break that I have, I am hitting our grassroots supporters, encouraging them, and they are texting and they are calling people all over the state of Missouri. This is a critical race. And for anybody who's listening right now who's in the state of Missouri, make sure that you get out and vote. Our country is in a crisis. You know, Steve, I was in the SEAL team training when September 11th happened. I believe that the crisis we're in today is 100 times worse than September 11th. But there's a difference, and there's a hopeful difference. After September 11th, it was me, it was my friends in the SEAL teams, it was guys in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, Marine Corps, who went overseas to fight that fight. In this crisis, sir, every patriot who's listening has a duty. Every patriot who's listening has a role to play in helping us to take our country back. So if you're in Missouri, get out to vote, please, for Eric Reitens in the Republican primary for the United States Senate. Get your friends and your family out. And if you're outside of the state of Missouri and you know somebody in the state of Missouri, encourage them. Get out because we're going to win this battle today, sir. Eric Reitens, uh, social media, how do people track you during the day to keep up uh, with constant updates? Uh, social media critical updates are going to be at Eric Greitens on all of our social media platforms. And again, if you're in the state of Missouri, come out to the victory party tonight. But it's at Eric Greitens, an honor to have everybody's support. And Steve, for me, Election Day is also a day of gratitude. I'm grateful to you. I'm grateful to the fantastic folks around you. I know you've got great patriots like Ben Bergquam and Steve Cortez on your show. These are incredible men of great courage, great character that you surround yourself with. I am grateful to you and to the entire War Room Posse. We're going onward to victory, sir. Well, you're, you're the one out there at the tip of the spear, uh, Greitens. So keep grinding, run through the tape, and we'll be following you throughout the day. Commander Eric Greitens yeah, in this tough race in Missouri. The Trump-endorsed candidate, Don Jr., Kimberly, everybody, Boris, all of them piling in after Trump endorsed them. A very contentious race. McConnell and the forces of darkness out there. I'll get Cortez when we're talking about that momentarily. Let's play, of course, MSNBC uh, following closely the war room and our own uh, Real America's Voice, Ben Burkwam, is out there, has had a, uh, a love bouquet this morning about the work we're doing. Let's go ahead and play the cold open for Ben Burkwam, who's out in Arizona right now. You're already contending that there's irregularities and there is fraud in this election. At what point does Kerry Lake stop and say, am I undermining American faith in our election?
This is exactly what we saw Donald Trump do ahead of the 2020 election here, claiming fraud before the votes even came in. Now, to be clear, we expect Carrie Lake to have a strong chance of pulling off tonight's victory, but she's already setting up the stakes. If Karen Taylor Robeson is close to her in this race, uh, I think we're going to be looking at days ahead in which uh, Carrie Lake, you know, the Trump acolyte, is uh, contesting this election here for governor in Arizona. Well, Vaughn, that was a heck of an interview. Wow. Uh, you were, you nice were extraordinarily work. patient, uh, despite the fact that uh, you were credited as, I guess, being what's bad about America or something like that. Here you have somebody trying to actually undermine. I think it's destroying America. Destroying America. Here we have somebody who has spent the past couple of months trying to gain power by lying about how great the United States of America is, by lying about American democracy, by deciding she'd rather undermine American democracy and undermine the rule of law than actually risk losing a race. And you see why she's a Trump acolyte. You see why Donald Trump loves her, because she loves Donald Trump and loves her own political power uh, more than she loves America. And it's really sad. I, I, I actually I pity her because I know people like her. Uh, they may win a couple of votes in the short run, but they will lose in the end. Uh, it, it's it's just an absolute disgrace. And Arizona is ground zero. I, I'm wondering, Vaughn, uh, that was all my commentary, none of yours. I'm wondering, Vaughn, do you talk? Because I I served with a lot of Arizona Republicans uh, when when we took over the House of Representatives in 1994. Good, solid people. One of them, Matt Salmon, uh, was uh, was running for governor himself. Good, solid, rock rib Reagan Republicans like we all were. And I'm just talk about the battle between people like Matt Salmon, these public officials uh, who these county commissioners in Maricopa County who keep trying to tell the freaks and lunatics in their own party, uh, that that they're lying to voters. Like, talk about the tension between these Main Street conservative Republicans and these ideological conspiracy theory chasing freaks. Joe, you're absolutely right, because this, I will say over and over again, is a conservative state. It's historically been a conservative state. It is a conservative state. In 2018, Doug Ducey won his reelection by almost 17 percentage points. You mentioned former Congressman Matt Salmon, who was actually running in this uh, governor's race. He dropped out just a couple weeks ago. Last night, he was campaigning for Karen Taylor Robeson, the opponent here to Carrie Lake, who has the endorsement of not only Pence, but also Ducey. You know, I sat down with Jan Brewer just over two weeks ago. And for anybody that remembers okay. Jan... The audience, the, the audience, the audience gets a vote, and I guess you've reached your limit because I'm getting blown up right now. Matt Salmon, man, Matt, bad, it's not a smart decision. Uh, you see right there what they want. Here's what they want: they want controlled opposition. They want the country club Republicans that sit there and you know argue over some marginal tax cuts. They want their tax cuts. They want their deregulation. They won't fight for anything else. They're all for open borders. They're all for the working class and middle class to get uh, crushed economically. What they want, and that's what Joe Scarborough was, it's the controlled opposition Republican Party. It's the Washington generals to the Democrats and progressives um, in the Uniparty's Harlem Globetrotters, right? The, the Washington generals are just there to kind of have to be opposition but never get close to really winning anything of importance. Let's go to Ben Burkwam. Ben, 
uh, the audience really loved that three and a half, four minute cold open we played for you for uh, by Joe Scarborough and the team at MSNBC. You were in the background of that shot last night. I mean, Carrie Lake was laying down. The guy just couldn't, you couldn't hear her. She's coming in full force. You were there. Tell us what happened. Yeah, you know, I, it was hard for me to stomach just sitting here. I wasn't watching it. I was listening to it. But uh, I was there last night. And, you know, it's funny, right afterwards, uh, Vaughn's here. And I, I told him last night, I was like, well, that's the fake news. I went back to our camera. Uh, this is really the, you know, it's interesting. Boy, they're talking about setting it up for fraud in 2022. They're still ignoring the fraud in 2020. I was here for the election 2020. And nine days after the election, I was down in Maricopa County every single day uh, reporting for you with Boris and all the other the team down here. And it was clear that election was stolen. I mean, all you have to do is look at the vote by mail, the, the signature verification going from three to cent three percent to under one percent that stole the election take out the machines and everything else they don't want to admit it these it's the same people that won't admit the theft of 2020 that are teeing up trying to tee up ah we'll see we told you so you can't say anything about elections now for 2022 and i just i love carrie lake i mean she just says it like it is she doesn't pull any punches and and really uh msnbc needs a little bit of that they've for too long have had the just been able to to uh really intimidate people into silence and uh, to say what they want to say. And in fact, now they're basically endorsing rhino Republicans. I mean, that that if that tells you anything sure. that Carrie Lake should be the yeah. choice, that's it right there. If MSNBC all you, all you is, is, is supporting yes. Republicans, you don't support those Republicans. Because because they're supporting you because of controlled opposition. Real quickly, Ben, we got about a minute. Yeah. Tell us what's the intensity. I know you got down there going to pull we're going to have Carrie Lake with Ben in the second hour of the show. Tell us, tell us what's happening on game day. Yeah, Carrie's going to be joining me. I got to tell you, Steve, last night it was intense. This place was way beyond fire capacity limits. It was packed. Conservatives are fired up in Arizona. They're going to be showing up all day today, and we'll be with Carrie all night tonight uh, following the, the outcome of the elections. Obviously, we'll be watching all the other races closely as well. Arizona is the bellwether for the rest of the country. If MAGA wins in Arizona, MAGA wins across the country. Yeah, no, it's a it's the railhead of the MAGA movement. Ben Burkham, give us your how do people follow you throughout the day, sir? You're going to be back with the next ever. How do they follow you throughout the day? Uh, Real America's Voice, America's Voice news. If you don't have the app, you are behind. Get it on your phone and then you can follow me frontlineamerica.com or at Ben Burkwam on Getter on all the social media. OK, see you in a little while, Ben. Thanks. Thanks for the reporting. Yes, sir. OK, short commercial break. We're going to talk. We got Taiwan. We got geopolitics. We got capital markets. But I got to bring in Brother Cortez when we come back. I can hear his teeth just gnawing. <laughs> He's had to, I forced him to sit through the whole thing. Short break. Cortez, Harnwell, Bannon in the war room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't, at the time, fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. 
It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Walmart canceled Mike Lindell, but we did MyPillow.com promo code War Room. On today of all days, Lindell's going to be with us here at 6 o'clock. We're doing an entire one-hour special just on Arizona. How we got here, what happened that night, all about uh, Fox News, calling it early, get into all of it, the demographics, the polling, all of it before the counting actually starts. Uh, Peter Navarro's going to be here at 5, also going to be have Ben Burkram with people live. We're all over Arizona today, but the other races are very important. And by the way, I just wanted to do a pressure test. We just stress test. You know, Cortez, they have stress test uh, in the financial system. We just gave a stress test to the war room posse. And I, and after, with, 90, with 60 seconds left, we had to wave off. They couldn't take anymore. The stress was too much of too much MSNBC and morning sanctimonious airhead morning joke. By the way. MSNBC, when are you going to start calling it Morning Mika? It's Morning Mika. She she carries the load. She's the star. Do you pay her as much as you pay uh, Scarborough? Do you pay her more? It's Morning yeah, Mika. One is it's outrageous. It's so massages. Morning Joe, forget it. That guy, he's a load. He, she's carrying a heavy load every day. He's sitting there pontificating. Back in right. the old days, he talks about this all the time. I think he won two terms as a congressman before he had a certain issue down at his staff office and had to go spend more time with his family. But I think he was a congressman for like one term, right? And every Steve, time he harkens back, yeah, I remember when I was in the House. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, you know, it, it's an interesting point you make because as much as I can't stand her politics and her lies, Mika is a 10 times better broadcaster, okay, than is Joe yes. Scarborough. And I think that's obvious to anyone who looks at it with an objective eye. And speaking of being good at broadcasting, okay, there is no one better in this current crop of political candidates than Kerry Lake somebody who was a major broadcaster, primetime broadcaster in one of the biggest metro areas of America for decades. And I think one of the reasons, Steve, that corporate media has such particular derision, one of the reasons they just cannot stand Carrie Lake is that they view her as an apostate. Uh, you know, much like I was talking about yesterday, the way they view people like Blake Masters and John Gibbs because they went to Stanford, because they worked in big tech uh, and the establishment folks assumed these are part of our, these are folks who are part of our club. When they defect and go to America First, in the case of Carrie Lake, when somebody who is at the highest levels of broadcasting, somebody who has incredible skill um, on air, on camera, when she to them defects and goes to the America First movement, when she becomes a patriotic populist, they literally can't take it. It makes their hair, but it makes them pull their hair out. And because of that, they attack those people with particular vitriol. And we certainly have seen that in this campaign season. Hopefully today, though, the people are going to, to offer their payback to those ruling class elites and tell them you no longer control this country. This country has been sliding into oligarchy, but we are going to reverse that. We are going to recapture and reclaim our republic. And part of that is, a, is electing these incredibly credentialed, but also incredibly uh, 
incredibly principled patriotic populist people like Carrie Lake, John Gibbs, Blake Masters, and others who are running for office today. Now we've got you got you got Stanford grads, Harvard grads, you got Kobach running for AG, you got you've got combat veterans, you have uh, a, a, a African American who walked away with so credentialed, walked away from being potentially being CEO of Apple and Microsoft to go preach the word of the living Christ in Jap in Japan. Uh, you've got a sheriff up in uh, up in Washington. The breadth and scale of MAGA. So it's not. Look, we got to win tonight. Don't get me wrong. But it's not just right. about tonight. It's about the direction of this movement. People are coming on. And I said, this is beyond Trump. You can't put all the pressure on President Trump. You can't, he can't carry the load for everybody. And what I love is this show, this audience, people have stepped up. It's school boards, the precinct committee, canvassing right. boards. Uh, it's it's it just absolutely amazing. At the county level, people running in, these, uh, in the House, uh, you know, in the state legislatures, all of it. And you see candidates running in Congress and there are these primaries against the establishment. Look, why is MSNBC, Steve Cortez, rooting for, <laughs> rooting for Karl Rove and uh, Mitch McConnell right. out in Missouri? Why are they rooting for the real estate and financial and banking elites in Arizona? Because that's what it is. Robeson, right. and, and look, they're lovely people. The, the, Mr. Robeson is a, is a very classy guy. Karen is good people. They're good people. It just, hey, sometimes you get on the wrong side of an issue. Right. And they right. are classic kind of limited government Republicans. We're not in that era anymore. This is right. Arizona is more. It's beyond Trump. The MSNBC tries to, you know, it's always orange man bad. This is far beyond President Trump. And he knows that we can't. And the reason we're not giving it up is that we can't give it up. You see everything. Every, it's the uh, fruit of the poison tree. Right. Correct. Right. The poison tree and, being right. the big steel. Yes, sir. Go ahead. And Steve, what I wanted to say is I think there's a generational uh, issue here because I think people who are basically my age and up who really remember the 1980s, they believe somehow that we're still in an era, a political era like the 1980s, where we're arguing over really things at the margins, okay? Where we're arguing over marginal tax rates, uh, that sort of thing. And we had broad unanimity in this country on sort of foundational first things. You know, we all believe that the Soviet Union, for example, at that time was the existential threat to the United States. We had broad ag agreement on the principles, the moral and ethical principles of Judeo-Christianity that underpin American society. We are no longer in that era, okay? And we need to realize what time it is in America right now. We are facing down with literal Marxists on the other side of the aisle. This is, again, this is no longer a polite disagreement among people who share a broad consensus. That is not the reality of America in the 2020s. Unfortunately, a lot of people who claim to be Republicans, who claim even to be conservatives, have that old school mindset that is simply no longer applicable to today and to the problems of today and to the challenges we face. You know, as I said, I really believe, and I don't think I'm, I'm exaggerating here, America is sliding into oligarchy. In some respects, I think we're already there. If we don't arrest uh, that dissent, quickly, if we don't reverse it, if we don't reclaim this republic, it will very soon be too late. So these candidates know what time it is in America and they realize the immediacy. And that's why, by the way, this America First Coalition is broadening. And you're so right that Donald Trump clearly was the indispensable man, right? He was the key leader. He was the one with, who achieved the breakthrough of winning a presidential election when nobody thought he could. And he remains the leader of the America First movement. But the patriotic populist movement is broadening incredibly. And as evidence of that, let me tell you something that just 
just hit the wire now, and I want to give a hat tip to Ryan Gerdusky, who's often on this show. He's great at analyzing polling, and he points out that in New York State, in one of the bluest states in America, in New York State, Hispanic approved, disapproved, as this is a Siena poll today of Joe Biden, only 39% approve, 57% disapprove. 57% disapprove of Joe Biden among Hispanics in New York State. Steve, that is hard evidence that the broadening of this coalition continues and that the political opportunity is vast for our movement. If we stay focused and if we pray and work, those are the two things I want everyone to do continually, especially on days like today. Uh, but if we pray and work, we are going to persevere. We're going to achieve. We're going to save this republic. A big part of it is today. God, I'm so grateful that a guy that, that, that was captured by the Jesuits at Georgetown is given the is given the the motto of the Benedictines: work and pray. Come on, baby, Cortez, amen. not bad. Uh, amen. Hold it. Before I get, uh, it, it, it is about showing up today. It is about delivering today. It is about in every level, whether it's a school board, a poll watcher. This is participatory populism and inclusive nationalism. That's why things are expanding. People see that they can come in here and they can have an impact right away. This is a newly formed political movement. You know, we're making it up as we go along. Everybody will tell you that. That's why for the audience, if you get involved now at the precinct strategy, if you sign up uh, to be part of a, you know, Moms for Liberty or Moms for America, all these parental right groups and get involved at your school board level. If you get involved at any level, particularly the precinct committee, you don't have to be, you don't need right. to be a donor. You can be an owner. Get involved. Right now, you have a not just a, a vote, you have a voice, Steve Cortez. You know, that's such an important point. By the way, Politico, relevant to this discussion, Politico published an article, which I think it meant to be a hit piece, uh, as, as often happens with these liberal hit pieces. I read it and said, wow, that's great news. And the article is about how the RNC, an organization which people like us have often been very skeptical about, but about how the RNC is actually partnering with a lot of grassroots organizations and people who have great problems with the accuracy of the 2020 election. And of course, again, they meant this to be a hit piece. Oh, how dare the RNC yeah. even talk to these people? And when I read it, I said, wow, that's, to your point, Steve, that is participatory democracy. That is something that we should be yeah. encouraging all over this yeah. country to have eyes on the process, because I think the election process is still very imperfect, but the more eyes we have on it, the better chance we have of honest Cor results. Cortez, to tell you how good a reader you are, a, d a deep reads of these things, as soon as I saw that, it hit at six o'clock in the morning. I contacted my good friend and lawyer, Cleta Mitchell, who's the star of that piece. And I said, hey, they meant this to be a hit piece. Actually, I think that signal to the donors, why are they working with the unwashed masses? You ought to, you ought to cut them off for the money. Cleta's on at 11. She's on oh, here at 11 right. to go through that exact article. No, because the article is absolutely correct. They meant it as a hit piece. It shows right. you that the grassroots, the RNC realizes, hey, we've got tremendous power right here. Politico wrote that so that the country club yeah. Wall Street Republicans are going, oh, my God, now the, the, the contagion is spreading. Steve. We're going to have to call. Uh, right. We're going to have to call her and cut it off. Yeah. Go ahead, sir. It's analogous to uh, when Joseph in the Bible in the Old Testament said to his brothers, uh, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. Uh, similar analogy here politically, and I'm not trying to say that it's a biblical <laughs> issue, but similar similar analogy, You know, it, it, it absolutely offends Politico, but it reaffirms us and it encourages us that yes, this is the path forward and that this groundswell, this grassroots movement continues to gain power. No one can get complacent, that's for sure. A lot of the polls for America First candidates look great today, but we can't rely on polling. We know that. 
that. We yeah. have to put, as you say, the shoulder to the wheel. We have to hustle. We have to pray and work. This is a day for action. It's a really important day. It's not the only day. You know, it's not it's not all is gained or lost today, but it's a really important day for the movement because we have some fantastic candidates who are going to change the shape of state capitals, going to change the shape of the United States House and the United States Senate, and then pave the way for what we can do in 2024, which is elect a true America first president. I believe it's going to be Donald Trump again, but whether it's Trump or somebody else, we need to pave the way this time because that was not the case, unfortunately, in 2016. Yeah. Okay, we'll take a short break. We're going to come back and talk some economics. By the way, the state legislatures is the day Rusty Bauer's career comes in. There's so much happening at so many levels in these states. Okay, back with Cortez Ben Harwell in a second. Are you feeling frustrated and powerless in the face of sky-high inflation? Well, here's what you can do about it. Take a minute and go to my website, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. You'll find what I call inflation-fighting food. Now, what is that? This is a long-term storage food, the kind that stays fresh for up to 25 years. Well, it's not only stays fresh, it stays affordable. You see, at today's prices, this food works out to around $3 a meal per person. Let me repeat that. $3 a meal per person. But years from now, when food prices are sky high, you'll be eating well for only $3 a meal. In other words, you lock in affordable food for years to come. And right now, you'll save 150 bucks on a three-month emergency food kit when you go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. These three-month kits with My Patriot Supply are in stock and ship fast with free shipping. This is an investment that will pay dividends for years to come. Go to preparewithbannon.com right now. That's preparewithbannon.com. Take action. Do it today. ...of the White House and CNN and the New York Times, they can prevaricate and engage in doublespeak, pretending we're not in a recession. But the American people know better, and the numbers say otherwise. Let's look at the data in a Chalk Talk brought to you by Getter. This is manufacturing new orders. It is, by definition, forward-looking. Very important data set. It just hit 49 and 48, meaning below 50, contraction. That is a recession. Let's put this number in context. All-time high was 71 back in 2003. Trump was elected with this number at 52. His economic program and the Trump boom bought it all the way to 67. It then tanked into the lockdowns of 2020, not surprisingly. But then what happened after that? Months later, soared to another new record, the highest it had seen since 2003. A great handoff to Joe Biden economically regarding manufacturing new orders. What did he do with this inheritance? He squandered it. And right now, two months in a row in recessionary area for manufacturing new orders. Joe Biden is crushing the American economy. Okay, uh, Cortez, walk us through that. Walk us through the, the, the problem we have here is a, uh, is a real manufacturing and real economy problem, not, not the happy right. talk they're talking about. And that's right. going to start coming through. And, and then we got the China problem. So go, give us your analysis as, as you see it right now. 
Right. And, and by the way, yeah, all of that is, is not even taking a look at all the risks from China, which are immense. But just looking at the domestic economic situation here in the United States. And by the way, I did a chalk talk today because uh, last night I did a getter live stream to preview today's elections, got massive viewership. And one of the things I saw in a lot of the comments from folks in the live stream was how much they love chalk talks and they want more. So I will try to increase the pace of these. But what I wanted to show here is that this economy is faltering at every level. And what I mean by that yesterday, for example, we showed how badly small business is doing. We know that the consumer is more pessimistic uh, than they have ever been in all of American history and in a survey that goes back to the 1950s. Uh, but manufacturing generally is large firms. There's not a lot of tiny manufacturers, unfortunately. We'd like to change that in America. But manufacturing, which I was talking about in that chalk talk, that generally is medium-sized to large firms in the United States. So at all levels, unfortunately, the American economy stumbles, and particularly regarding new orders, because new orders by definition, is forward-looking. And yeah, by the way, there we see it in chart form, what I was just talking about. That's going back one year. So this is the ISM um, New Orders Index for Manufacturing. It just came out yesterday. And if you look at that trend, it is unfortunately demonstrably from the upper left to the lower right, like almost any economic gauge that we look at for Joe Biden right now. So here's, I think, the, the important takeaway. You know, yesterday we talked about Paul Krugman um, who's really an economic fool, despite his Nobel Prize, who went on CNN and tried to spin a lie that, number one, we're not in a recession. Number two, if we are, it doesn't matter. And number three, all the people I talk to say things are just fine. Now, I don't know who he is talking to, but uh, the macro reality tells us otherwise. I think certainly anyone of any common sense knows, even from the micro, from their conversations with people, just how stressed and worried people are. And here's the, the even worse reality, Steve. When we look at new orders, that tells us that we're not near the bottom. That tells us that things are going to get worse, that this economy, the descent is intensifying, unfortunately. So things are not going to get better. And I hope that that doesn't just depress people, though, because I won't say it to depress people. I say it to prepare them and to give the, the deplorables out there a sense of urgency, that things are dire, things are worsening. It's not my opinion. That is what the economic trends tell us. You know, and again, though, we have agency. Uh, we, we can take action. We, we have an ability, thankfully, with these elections to dramatically reverse this descent of the American economy and, and a descent of America in many ways. But economically is where I'm focused right now. And uh, and again, it's it, the, the cold reality, no matter what the, the mainstream media tries to to spin as narrative, no matter what the Dems say, no matter what the White House says, we are in a recession. It is a deep recession and it can get far worse if we don't start taking immediate policy action. That's what I want to talk about the four, because I want to tie the action to what we're seeing underneath it. Because in the last, you know, last week and within 24 hours, you had the $400 billion they tried to add to the burn pit legislation of John Stewart. And we support the John Stewart burn pit part of it, but playing right. the games to put the, the, so 400 billion there, you had 300, what, 50 billion on the, which only 50 billion went to the chips thing. You had another 250 or $300 billion added of, of, of corporate giveaways. And then the real spending, besides all the nonsense I'm talking about, the real spending, they're talking about, I don't know, six, seven hundred billion dollars on the on the uh, on the on the mini build back better, right? The the spending orgy. Right. That that's roughly pick your number, because the accounting's so bad. It's a million one to a million three one excuse me, one point one to one point three trillion dollars. Right. Trillion. That they because they understand they're getting thrown out of office and the Republican collaborationists are kind of going along with them. Right. This is right. this is an orgy. 
it is it is rec- you know you have negligence gross negligence and recklessness standard of care this is gross recklessness these people don't care about anything so cortez given policies you've seen and quite frankly the fed thing's a love tap that's just a tap 75 right. basis a tap real interest rates uh brat and i did it a month ago real interest rates should be a seven and a half percent to right. choke this down it's love taps given the policy you're seeing Given the collapse you're seeing and tying it to what's happening in China, the real economy in China, give us, walk us through how you think this is headed right now. Right. Well, no, listen, right now, the trajectory is for is for a recession so deep that it would borderline be a depression. I think that is the reality right now. You know, as I've been saying for months, I don't think it's debatable whether or not we're in a recession. I think the real debate is, is it going to tip all the way into depression, which I think is absolutely possible. Now, I think it's also preventable. Again, I'm not just being Dr. Doom here. I do think it's preventable. And I think that these elections, you know, today is a big day in that effort to try to stop the bleeding, to apply a political and policy and economic tourniquet to the bleeding of America that has been caused by Joe Biden, and you're right, by collaborationist Republicans. And let me get specific on that point because this is very relevant to elections today. Peter Meyer is the incumbent so-called Republican representative from the 3rd District in Michigan running against uh, John Gibbs. Peter Meyer voted for the atrocity, the mammoth behemoth $1.5 trillion omnibus package. Okay, And he joined dozens of other House Republicans, unfortunately, who voted, voted for that. He voted for the $40 billion additional aid package to Ukraine uh, that we didn't money we did not have, that we borrowed to send to escalate a war in which we don't have a U.S. national interest. He is a collaborator. He owns part of the Biden inflation explosion. Mitch McConnell owns part of it. I would argue Kevin McCarthy owns part of it as well, having voted for the Ukraine situation. So this here's the point. The minority has incredible power if they choose to harness it, particularly in the, in the Senate, where the minority is literally mathematically as big as it can be. The minority is 50. Uh, if the minority is, is so emboldened, it can, it can stop this madness. And I do believe, thankfully, here's the good news. You know, the per- terrible news is we've had way too many collaborators. But the good news is, particularly looking at the Senate, I think this new crop of candidates who I believe are going to win and going to be true America first senators, they are going to change the complexion of the entire Senate. I'm talking about people like J.D. Vance and Blake Masters and Adam Laxalt and Katie Britt. I think that this new class, many of them young, many of them outsiders coming from outside of the world of politics, they are going to change the dynamics of that entire chamber of that body because you don't need 51 senators. It would be great if we had that many America first winners, but you don't need that many. You need to commit a group of five to 10. They're going to join some of the folks like Holly, who are already there and already have guts um, and brains. And when they join together, there's going to be an America first caucus that is going to transform that body. And that is the beginning, at least, of healing this economic crisis that has been inflicted upon America. And again, it's not my opinion that that's going on. It's the opinion, number one, of millions and millions of American people. But number two, it's what the economic numbers show us, okay? The data doesn't lie. The numbers don't lie. When we look at new orders for manufacturing, it's in an absolute freefall. It's in contractionary um, area of, of that index. Again, it's a diffusion index, meaning above 50 is expansion, below 50 is contraction. We now have, as of yesterday, two yeah. months in a row of contraction. So the future is foreboding, okay? But I would also say this, but the power is yours, deplorables. Let's get out there and claim it. I want to go to, uh, do I have Harnwell up? Ben, uh, Tom Friedman, because part of this, you got to link it to the debacle in Ukraine of where we're pouring money into and now the Russians are blowing back and, 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 you know, with the, this is not started, initiated 
or meaningful what the debacle is about Russia and the Ukraine, but Russia and Ukraine certainly have an element in exacerbating it. Tom Friedman, the single biggest cheerleader, wrote a column today criticizing Nancy Pelosi, said it was irrational, radical, stupid about her going to Taiwan, because Friedman has been an apologist for the CCP from time immemorial. In fact, I'll tell you about afterwards, the, the head of conference and I was, uh, Andrew R. Sorkin and Friedman, I was there with Eric Schmidt, uh, to the Eric Schmidt of, uh, of uh, Google, uh, debating uh, the Chinese Communist Party. And Friedman ended up agreeing with me at the end of it, going to full out war with them. Uh, what you had to. He's got a column about Taiwan, but his pivot, he says, the reason we got to do is not going to do Taiwan. We got to focus on Ukraine because Russia's everything. We must take it down. And then he's got the buried lead, which we have been telling this audience and conservative Inc. and the Fox News people from day one. Ben Harnwell, what did Tom Friedman say in his column, in his words, sir? Uh, I'll go straight to the buried lead. Good morning, Steve. The timing could not be worse. Dear reader, the Ukraine war is not over. And privately, US officials are a lot more concerned about Ukraine's leadership than they are letting on. There is a deep mistrust between the White House and Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky, considerably more than has been reported. And the next paragraph gives an indication of what that mistrust might be based on um, to do with the sackings of the head of their intelligence agency and the firing of the, the, the Ukraine's uh, prosecutor general, which, of course, we did cover on the war room. But Friedman goes on and says that he's not seen any, uh, any ma ma uh, major uh, media coverage of that. He needs to be watching the war room. We explain everything, Steve. Well, of course. So, uh, Cortez, Give me your assessment. You got Tom Friedman there, the biggest one, of the biggest guys with the pom poms out for Zelensky, right. saying the quiet part out loud. The guy's a con artist. The oligarchs around him are dirty. Uh, right. Biden's uh, regime understand they got a massive problem. And you know, Jonathan right. Swan had that guy up at Davos, and he's lecturing us. Oh, uh, people that don't support us in the United States should read the memoirs of World War II. As I've said, I've forgotten more about World War II, the knowledge of, than he ever, the actor ever knows. He should start reading the best and the brightest about a guy named President Diem, okay? Uh -huh. When Democratic administrations are done with you, they're done with you, right? Once they've right. used you, they move on, bro. Right. So don't take it from me. Read the great David Halberstam. The guy's name's President Diem, right, in, in, in uh, Vietnam. Cortez, give me your assessment. Well, in his, in his case, DM, he ended up dead, right? Not just out of power, but dead. <laughs> Listen, yes, here's, the, here's, I think, the takeaway from this story, which is very important. You're exactly right. This is the first salvo, I think, of the White House starting to turn on Zelensky, because even this Biden White House, uh, as corrupt and inept as they are, they are even realizing, holy cow, we have bet a fortune um, on a horse that has totally corrupted himself. Uh, that is incompetent, that is an egomaniac. That is the reality of who Zelensky is. And I know that's unpopular in a lot of circles to say right now, but too bad, it's the truth. And even the Biden White House clearly is waking up to that. Uh, this was clearly a planted story with their friend, with their stenographer, Friedman, to start floating the idea that, hey, Zelensky shouldn't have a halo around his head, okay? He is no saint. He is certainly no ally of the United States. He's an ally of Zelensky, okay? And he's an ally of the oligarchs of Ukraine because Ukraine has oligarchs who are every bit as dirty as the oligarchs of Russia. And by the way, if those oligarchs and if those terrible leaders, and Zelensky and Putin are both terrible leaders, if they want to have a regional fight 
have at it because it has nothing to do with the United States. If we would simply stay out of it, it would be a regional battle. We can be involved from a diplomatic standpoint, sure, from a humanitarian standpoint of trying to achieve peace. But if we would stay out of it from a financial and strategic standpoint, that regional fight would be settled among the gangs. And that's what it is. It's effectively a fight of gangs. You know who suffers the most, by the way, are the people of Ukraine. Ukrainian people suffer the most from what Zelensky is doing, okay? That is the reality. Okay, short break. Harnwell, Cortez are going to stick with us. Um, and then at the top of the hour, we got Cleta Mitchell. We have Christine Caramo. We're going to get into voter fraud and what's being done about it next in the world. With the recent rulings from the Supreme Court, it's worth mentioning that these wins didn't happen on their own. It took the support of companies like Patriot Mobile who have passionately fought on behalf of the unborn and your constitutional rights. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider. and They have been on the front lines fighting for your values. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation has made it really hard on many Americans. Thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget, and they offer the same nationwide coverage as all the major carriers. So you get the same great service plus the knowledge that your money is going to a company fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and your Second Amendment. Go to PatriotMobile.com. That's all one word. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-P-A-T-R-I-O-T. 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. To get the free activation. If you're a veteran or first responder, please let them know because they have special discounts for you. Come join our movement and make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Support this company that supports your values. Do this today. Action, action, action. There has arrived... The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. He got canceled at Walmart among big box, but he didn't get canceled in the War Room. MyPillow.com, promo code War Room, sheets, 39 bucks. The classic pillow, $19.80. You can't get these at Walmart. I think it's the biggest, most sophisticated, maybe not sophisticated, biggest store in the world with a wide range of products. They ain't got MyPillow. You can only get it here. MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. Um, Cortez, Nancy Pelosi looks like she may have just landed in, she just landed in Taiwan, did not get shot down out of the sky. So we'll have to see how that story develops. Walk me through. So by the way, he, he's, he shut down all the opposition TV stations. He shut down the opposition party and not even the opposition TV station. Anything when a government TV station, he shut down, shut down the op- opposition parties. This is the Democrat Zelensky. He, um, he uh, and then the article Freeman says, hey, he fired essentially Merrick Garland and the head of the CIA on the same day. He's right. accused his ambassadors, everything of being spies. But he was on the cover of Vogue, given the full blue steel 
Zoolander, going full Zoolander. And, and, uh, and, and of course, even the people that love him thought he jumped a shark. What say you, sir? Yes. Listen, uh, the reality is that Zelensky is a lot more like Putin. He's a lot more like an autocrat like Putin than a lot of Americans on the left want to believe. And even some fools on the right, people who at least claim to be on the right who are in the Republican establishment. You know, you're right. Imagine in the United States, if on the same day the president fired the attorney general and the head of CIA, imagine the media storm that would be. What an amazingly consequential story that would be. Even if it's warranted, it would be an absolute uh, media firestorm. No such... uh, uh, firestorm unfolded in Ukraine. Why? Because they have no free media because he dispatched with it. That's the reality. Now, to connect this back to today and to the U.S. elections, what's going on in Ukraine, because Biden has chosen, Biden and NATO have chosen to escalate that war because they are funding both sides of that war and have turned it into an international crisis rather than a regional one, it is exacerbating the existing, the pre-existing inflation crisis that Biden caused here at home. That inflation right now is far and away the number one issue on voters' minds who are going to the polls today, not my opinion. That's what polling tells us. And Steve, I'm stealing this from you because you actually posted it on your social media. But this is from Axios. They asked uh, most important issue. 74% said inflation, a very important issue. 74%, 17 percentage points more than any other issue. Inflation is far and away the number one issue that voters oh. care about. And that oh, very oh. inflation is being exacerbated by our needless intervention and escalation in this Ukraine crisis. Don't. Don't bury the lead. Down there, 46% of American voters believe deficits. They never talk about deficits. They never talk about only war room. 46%. The American people are awakening and they're connecting deficits to inflation. 46% say it's their top issue. It's normally like 6% or 3%. 46%. We'll get to more of that later. Uh, Harnwell, uh, Zelensky, the buried lead of Tom Freeman. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, understand. That's called a trial balloon or running it up the flagpole. They put it into a prominent, they leak it into a prominent columnist that goes throughout the globe. And all of a sudden, the chattering classes start talking about it. Those in the know start talking about it. They're going to see if anybody salutes. You're going to see a lot less Zelensky's the greatest in the days, in the weeks ahead. And I want to thank the War Room contributors and correspondents, particularly our own Ben Harnwell in Rome. Tell us about your other boy, Draghi. He got, he got the treatment today in, uh, in CNBC. He did. Um, a great puff piece for him, but he won't do him any good. His reputation is in shreds. Let's not forget, Steve, because these, these two things are, to, to, to use a Bananite phraseology, they are inextricably linked. The fall of, of the Draghi prime ministership and, um, and the, uh, the distancing that we are seeing now from Western governments. There's an, there's, if I have time, perhaps a little late in the second hour, I might come back and, and talk about what's going on in Germany. Because these things are all, are all linked. So uh, when, when Draghi resigned, the warming posse, you will remember, I said, this, the fall of this government, of this prime minister, is now the turning point. You are now going to see governments distancing themselves from Draghi, because, from, um, from President Zelensky. Because as much as they're, they're in on the grift, the thing that a politician absolutely ha- has to put first and centre is their re-electability. And what you call, Steve, the, the, the double shotgun of unaffordable food and unaffordable fuel that are going to kick in in the autumn. These, like the, the little boy and fat man, are going to drop on Democrats' chances <laughs> in, in November of maintaining the House. Um, that, and that's the reality. And that is why 
we see this kite being lifted um, in, in the Thomas Friedman, Friedman column. Because even yes. as, as I said yesterday, even an administration as, as socially autistic, as blind and deaf to reality as the Biden administration realizes the disaster and chaos it has caused and is now in what months remain, it's trying desperately to claw back a little, a little bit of um, sympathy and comfort for the American people. Because the American people, as Steve Cortez was just saying, they're, they're not stupid. They know the economic reality yeah. as much as the pom-pom cheerleaders are trying to create a fake reality the in the way, media. I, 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 love, I love sliding in the reference to the, 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 the nuclear weapons we dropped in World War II. Ben, you're going to come back in the second hour. Well, I definitely want to go through Germany. A lot happening there. Cortez, what is your social media so people can get you? Are you going to be doing live streams tonight on, on the election uh, coverage? Uh, not tonight. I will not be, but uh, I am going to be posting a lot on my social media. Please follow me on Getter. I'm at Steve. You can also check out the talk chalk talk that we showed and please share that around. If any of your friends uh, try to fool you, try to buy the mainstream media narrative that the, that the economy is actually fine, show them the numbers in that chalk talk. Find me at Steve. I'm also on Twitter at Cortez Steve Cortez with an S. Thank you. And Ben, we'll see you in the second hour. Ben Harnwell, Steve Cortez. We've got a lot more to go in international economics that are going to affect your life, particularly in, uh, in Germany. Uh, next hour, here's what we're going to do. People are on watch on the big steel. We got Christine Caramo from the state of Michigan and Cleta Mitchell. The, the Politico hit piece this morning actually was a paid advertisement for the great Cleta Mitchell. Both of them join us after a short commercial break. It's all started, everything's begun, and you are over, cause we're taking down the CCP, spread the word all through Hong Kong, we will fight till they're all gone. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. 
Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.